so this broadcast won't be recorded. Oh. Who cares? A boo-hoo. It's Mental Health Monday. Mental Health Monday. It's been been a couple weeks. Yeah, it took a little week off. It was the holidays. It was the holidays. Or the the start of it. It was your birthday, too, last week. Happy late birthday again. Yeah, Yeah, thanks. Nobody knows. Thank you. Thank you. I had a a great time. Thanks for everybody who came out. I had a very nice birthday. So thank you, was That was the Mental Health Monday last week, so. Yeah. Very nice, very nice, very nice. Yeah. We still we still kept the mind right last Monday. We didn't mm-hmm. falter on that. Um yeah, it was a good time. I was glad everybody came out. Um and yeah. And yeah. Yeah. And that's our show. Uh thanks for joining us. I hope Thank that, you guys. We'll um, see you next Monday. Just wanted to I tell you about you my know. birthday party and uh we'll catch you next week. I hope you had that mind right. <laughs> Uh, another Monday. week, yeah. Another yeah. week. We're we're getting through um right now into the thick of the holidays in between mm-hmm. Thanksgiving and Christmas is always to me the thick of these holidays that can get oh, people yeah. in their feels. Oh, big for time. sure. For sure, for sure. That's why uh you know uh, the la- the last time we were here for Mental Health Monday, we were talking on seasonal depression and everything. And I think th- we're definitely now getting into th- the thick of that, just like you just said, for sure. Um, I'm sure it's ramping up for some people. You know, even today, talking to my mom, we were talking about some Christmas stuff, and it's already like some of the shit <laughs> that's already. It's, it's like we're not my my family personally, like my immediate family. We're just not fans of the drama of Christmas. Like it's like we'd rather just like just chill. You know, it's Christmas. Like. Have a good time. Sheesh. <laughs> Which I vibe with that. I vibe with yeah. that super hard. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they try to make it, you know, my mom's thing is like with them going to Florida and stuff for Christmas and everything, like they're just trying to kind of remove uh, things from the equation to make things. Cause you know, like my sister's married now and we are all getting to that point in life where we're growing up, we're expanding our family. Like, you know, and so like with my sister getting married, they're going to have to, run all over the place, go to this Christmas, go to that Christmas, blah, 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 blah. And my parents know how that feels. And and they're just like, we want to take that out of the equation. Don't worry about us. If you want to come and see us, you know, you can come and see us in Florida or wherever, you know, you can always come to the house in the morning on Christmas, wherever, you know, and I appreciate that. And I, I, I plan on. Damn. I kind of want to go see him. That. I want to go see him on Christmas myself. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be opposed. Yeah. I wouldn't be opposed. We we never did take our trip. That was that was the plan. There's many planned things that we had over this this the course of this past year. I started uh, thinking at, about that today <laughs> at the Chase and Shep show. Plenty, which ties into today's theme of it does. Uh, you know your fantasies and and come in you know face to face with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you always have forks in the road where you got to make a choice, and sometimes yeah. the choice is hard. Sometimes the choice is not that hard. Sometimes it's a pretty easy choice just depends really on what it is but yeah Yeah. that was one of the many things that was you know a fantasy type of thing Mm -hmm. that we had talked about over the summer was going on like oh shit you know people always go on vacations we do this and that we should do Mm -hmm. a whole week kind of kind of like i don't even remember what we were calling it but we were you know it was it was something summer break i think is what we were saying like chasing up summer break I think it was like Jason Shep on the road or something something some shit we were gonna go down to Florida um but you know, in in its play, had we done that, we wouldn't have had the time to uh, to film summer camp. That's what we ended up doing instead. 
Um, and even I now, I assumed they went hand in hand, like we would have just taken a break for a week, like oh, right, right. And, and <laughs> that was that was before you know. Well, I mean, you know, that's, that's when you that's yeah. when you you have yeah all these mm-hmm. you know ideas in your head that it's just going to run smoothly before the reality sits in that things yeah. never run smoothly. Well, even today, even since you left, and I've been kind of looking stuff over. I think something to take into next year for sure is, um, and I know you're you're a big supporter of this of just like not not being like, hey, this is what we're doing, everybody, until like we know no, this is what we're doing, uh, because there there's definitely a lot of that this year, you know. Like um, as I'm watching our summer camp stuff, I was thinking about uh, how I said I was going to put together the the making of. And have that out at the end of the show and, and i'm sitting here watching this like i've got no desire <laughs> like i've got no desire to like do that shit now uh you know because we're still working on stuff with summer camp and all sorts of stuff and who knows maybe down the line uh we'll release it with the uh the the, the end cut the final cut of of summer camp so it's not off the table just moved you know just shelved, shelved for the moment. It's just one of those yeah. things that you got, you got sitting there and waiting on. You never know what sort of. Once you take away that whole deadlines and stuff like that, you never know what could come up. You yeah. might be bored. You know, have a have a little bit of time. You, you, you know the the got to look at the reality of the world we're living in with uh, the Omnicon, whatever mm-hmm. Transformers yeah. sound and COVID popping up now, <laughs> and things might shut down so you might get time yeah. you know you we might get some time popping up where where those projects are like let's get that done and and do it but mm-hmm. you know yeah and on the flip side of that too it's like i'm not disappointed you know that none of those things came to fruition i i much rather would have more ideas to be able to draw from than the opposite well, and the, and the where, footage we're constantly just like what do we do we don't know what to do it's like we got too much to do. Well, yeah. You know? And with that, that thing in particular, the footage is still there and mm-hmm. the footage right. isn't going, it's not like, we're like, ah, oh, we're not going to do that idea. Delete, you know, like, and it's right. gone now. Uh, it's still there. It's just not going to be uh, prioritized because by the yeah. time, you know, and it is, and that was one of the biggest things I thought um, when I, you know, I told you earlier, I've been listening to the, it's always sunny podcast that these yeah. guys have been doing the three main dudes. And that's one of the things they were talking about on the one I was listening to today, where they were talking about a, a rap party. You know, they're like, oh, yeah, you know, at the end of fir- this first season, they were they were there was a joke that they were saying somebody did at the the rap party. But they're like, that's a big thing, you know, because it kind of gives you that feeling of like things are done They're You know, yeah. you know, and this is before you're editing and stuff. So you're not done done with it. But, right. you know, you're yeah. done filming and that for all the hands, everybody on set and everybody involved it's a mm-hmm. it's a way to pat yourself on the back and i feel like you know the situation mm-hmm. we got ourselves into with this it's like that kind of things or mm-hmm. or why you feel unresolved about things at the moment because it's like oh for sure <laughs> it's, yeah. it's it's not quite there but i mean we got our game plan on our own to mm-hmm. to put our own chase and ship twist on where we're at with it and what we're doing and get the thing done and finished and out to the world like i yeah you know in, in my head like the the rap party for us when i know everything is done is when we're sitting in the theater watching it right, uh, right that'll right. be that'll be our final nail in the coffin on that but yeah we uh, i know you and i got got into the the meat of it that we're not going to get on into on the show today but like <laughs> what what spawned uh today's theme you know uh was you know 
like 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 the description says you know we all have fantasies we all have dreams you know of all sorts of kinds you know whether that be uh filmmaking whether that be music whether that be somebody you love um you know all sorts of different fantasies that go through people's heads of like man wouldn't it be great if like or man this is the life i want to live this is what i want you know and in your in your head that sounds really good because all you're thinking about is that scenario but you're not thinking about the challenges that come with it and you know as i find my found myself in a situation this weekend you know i i went to ask a question and i was afraid of the answer and that alone intrigued me from that moment before i ever even asked the question i was asking myself why am i afraid of the answer on the other side of this question especially knowing that that's the answer that i want but not really like something about it scares me but what the fuck is scaring me so much about it and then talking to our buddy last night just having this realization of what well, scares me because on the other side of that answer <laughs> on the you know on the other side of that answer is the reality of a fantasy you know and with that being the case you know i have to start thinking that's why it's so nerve-wracking you know, to get the other answer, the fantasy stays a fantasy and everything gets to be easy breezy. You don't have to do a thing. As opposed to the flip side, if your fantasy is now becoming a reality, that means you're going to have to start putting in work if you want it to become a reality. That means there's going to be obstacles. That means there's going to be challenges. And you have to you have to face that. And, you know, I know I had that earlier this year when we started doing summer camp uh, of that you know, I, oh, I want to be a filmmaker. I want to make movies. I, th this is what I want to do with my whole life. And then we started doing it. And I had to start really analyzing some shit because we <laughs> we learned a lot this this year when it comes to this stuff. And I really had to, to face that fantasy. I really had to sit down with myself and be like, yo, is this really what you want? Because if it's really what you want, here are the things that you're going to have to do to make it work. Here are the challenges that you're always going to have to deal with. Here are the ones that might be temporary. You know, I just had to mold that over in my mind. But it's easy to get to get lost in a fantasy and just think like, oh yeah, if, th if this situation ever came up, I'd fucking jump on it in a heartbeat. And it's like, in theory. <laughs> oh yeah. No, the fantasies sound great. You know, with mine is always doing music. So of course, mm -hmm. you know, like you, you have this fantasy of Man, you make a song, everybody's gonna like it, they're gonna all listen to it, everybody everywhere is gonna jam it, every sports game is gonna be jamming it, all this kind of stuff. Um, but you don't like you know, like I I looked at uh musicians that I really liked, and luckily they were real about this shit that they were going through and whatnot. And a mm -hmm. lot of them were like, you know, honest about the lifestyle and being like, Man, you think that this is all fun and games until you're playing a show you know and it's really late and then you got to catch a flight from la to new york and while you do that you lose four hours because you know time zone differences so by the time you get there um you know you've only slept for three hours and you go right from the airport right into the back of a cab you know or a limousine and you're changing because you got to get to this place to go right. do this one interview and you're you know you're right there and you're talking you're explaining yourself for an hour and then you get done with that and then you get rushed right over to this next interview and then by the time you're done maybe you can get something to eat and then by the you got to get to the venue and then you're practicing for the show that night and it's just like a lot of people don't realize that reality of like <clears throat> a lot of these entertainment jobs aren't fun 
And a right. lot of that, you know, it, it can be fun and like like that, like even a circle back to me talking uh, the It's Always Sunny guys, like mm-hmm. even them on their podcast, they talk about like the, the only part that they think is fun is like when they're on set recording, when that, those cameras are recording and they're with their friends, just laughing, having fun filming, mm-hmm. you know, writing sucks, fucking, you know, trying to get the the sets design. It fucking sucks. Right. You know, e- everything else besides the part that that the audience is going to see um, fucking sucks. And a lot of people don't realize all that work that goes into it until, until you're there. And then it's like, well, no wonder there's a lot of artists you, you, you realize like music wise, you're like, man, you know, they had that one song and then they were gone. I wonder why and what happened. And it's like, you know, how do you not know that they didn't go? Well, this isn't me. This isn't my fucking life. I ain't doing this. Yeah. Cause I don't blame them. I don't think that I would have a, ever have a life um for for like a, a worldwide everybody knows my face and name yeah. type of fame i couldn't I, a lot I of this um reminds me of uh, a movie i watched at the beginning of the month that i think is is probably my favorite movie of this month that i watched but uh that kid cuddy documentary that came out at the beginning of uh, november on amazon prime like that shit had me sobbing i was in tears bro watching that movie just because i i just the whole thing was just so beautiful to me like you know even in its darkest moments like because here's somebody who's really pulling back the curtain and a lot of this is kind of reminiscent of that and it's very appropriate you know kid cuddy's always been very pro mental health talking about you know all that kind of stuff and so that's that's my mental health monday movie recommendation there you go no i mean and it's facts i mean like you know there's some celebrities out there that they go buy something different at the fucking grocery store and there's a fucking three articles about them you know what i mean it's just like (laughs) what kind of life is that like i I, i've always really disliked um like the I, you know, for lack of better words, to put it, the celebrity worship as a society we've always done. I've always really mm-hmm. disliked it because, like, yeah. yeah, you know, there's there's musicians I vibe with. There's musicians that uh, certain moments in my life it means a lot. But like, at the end of the day, they're just a regular fucking person. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they could put those words uh, out there into the universe that I could never think of to string along and put it out there in that certain way. Mm-hmm. And you got to give people credit for that, but they're just a regular fucking person. Right. So, like, I don't know, man. I've always disliked that. Like, if there was a way to be, like, to where you could, like, have music out that everybody was like, yeah, I like this. This is awesome. This this helped me get by and, mm-hmm. and people liked it. But then when you're out on the streets, you know, motherfuckers wouldn't slap your ass and shit like that. Well, I think this is a good, uh, cause you know, in terms of like facing your fantasy and having to take into account all of these things, like you, you get there. And I think, I think that's when you get to a point where you can differentiate what's, what is just going to be a fantasy and what you'd like to actually do, because you have to ask yourself, you know, do I want to put in this work? You know, is the end goal, is the actual fantasy itself worth all of the work that lies ahead of me, all of the challenges that lie ahead of me, you know? Uh, And I think when you can truly like stand 10 toes down and say, yes, I'm willing to go through these things to try at least try to get to that end goal that's how you know you want it you know uh but if you if you sit there if you stand there at the precipice of the fantasy and you look forward at all those challenges and you think fuck that you know it's probably a good sign that that's all you ever wanted it to be 
was just right. a fantasy. You no, know, like, you... see, like, for me at my age now, you know, mid-30s, holler, yeah. uh, the fantasies and shit I, I, I dwell in in life or, ma- or mainly like things like, you know, what's a fantasy that if, if, if never happened and I never did nothing would just still result in like a better lifestyle for myself? you know, type of thing, just like right. this, like, like at the end of the day, like if we just never went anywhere and we just, we just mm-hmm. streamed to, you know, people here and there and did our own thing, you know, am I out anything really in life? No. Mm-hmm. Like I've learned a lot of stuff. I've had a lot of good times, Um, you know, like the mental health Mondays, you know, it, it's shown me light and, you know, new spots mm-hmm. and different ways to think. So it's like improving life. So it's like, those are the kind of fantasies like I shoot at in life. Like, yeah. Where it comes to like, Oh, I'd love to be like a pro wrestler. I ain't going to be no pro wrestler, man. Starting 34 years old. That ain't going to happen, man. I ain't DDP. Okay. And, <laughs> But like, if I was like, fuck, I'm a fuck around with this thought really. And I started, you know, working out, getting in shape. I mean, to, to walk away from that in a better health, better shape, I don't mm-hmm. think it's like a bad thing. Like, I don't think no. that's, a you know, because, but you know, evidently, uh, you know, you will have to eventually have that, you know, talk with yourself on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's not going to happen, dude. Yeah. Like that's, it's, <laughs> you're not going to get there which is fine you know like Mm -hmm. i mean you can't really beat yourself up too much i think you should always aim high but Mm -hmm. i don't it's a fine line man like to me it's always been a fine line in life because i feel like you could either live in a fantasy world um Mm -hmm. and think like oh you know or you could be a realist and 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 look at situations for how they are black and white but then that's kind of like a a more negative way to be looking at life in certain situations. Mm-hmm. Whereas in other situations, you know, living in the fantasy might, you know, be a more poppy positive way to get by in life. Right. And by no means, you know, I not telling people not to dream, you know, go ahead and no, dream yeah. your dreams for sure. No, I don't mean dream that big, you know, for sure. I didn't think you were, but you know, just, you know, dream big, but like, you know, it is just recognizing the reality of like, you know, it's like, okay, this is obviously just more fun to think about in theory, like, you know, as opposed to, no, this is actually something that I truly want. Um, well, yeah. And it's like looking at it that way. Cause like I broke my, my son, good example of that is he, uh, he came to me once like kind of down. Cause he's like, you know, all my friends were laughing at me. Cause I told him when I grow up, I wanted to be a professional football player. And I was like, well, I mean, I don't think that's a bad dream to have at your age. I think he was like 13 or 12 at the time. Mm-hmm. And it's like, bro, that's not a bad dream to have at that age. Like, hell yeah. Like, I bet I, I thought the same thing at, at, when I was your age. Like, everything's mm-hmm. in front of you. I was like, but like, I was like, those kids are looking at it from a real sense where you're looking at it from like your dreaming sense. They're looking at it from right. you're in a small ass town in Illinois. The You know, the fact that you get into the NFL is going to be an offshoot shoot. And mm-hmm. I, like I told him, I was like, but like, I was like those kids that you see do that. I was like, the reason why they do that is because they, at a young age, they made the choice to be like, no, I, I actually want to chase that dream. And in summertime, instead of going to, you know, six flags or just playing video games all summer with mm-hmm. their homies and stuff, they were going to football camps all summer. They were going to the state camps and going to the best air, you know, coaches in the area that they could find to teach and learn. And they were improving, you know, and they were doing that. So by the time they hit high school, they were like fucking beasts. And they right. could, you know, and I was like, there's all the, and I was like, and if you wanted to do that in life, you could. I was mm-hmm. like, but that's the choice you got to make. Like, are you willing to put in 
that much work to get there? Or do you think that you can just go by your life right now and somehow genetically you're just going to be a big Papa Pump, a genetic fucking freak <laughs> and, and come out the gate like, you know, on the next Tom Brady? It ain't going to happen, bro. Right. Um, you know, along the same lines, you know, as, as you know, we've we've both learned uh, in entertainment that, uh, you know, when it comes to certain fantasies, um if it's something you really want, you have to believe in it. You you have to believe in your fantasy because nobody else is going to do it for you. In fact, most people are going to hit you with the, oh, you want to be a football player? Oh, you want to make movies? Oh, you want to be a musician? You know, like, fuck all that. You're not going to be successful. Like, nobody, nobody is going to be in your corner. You know, you'll have supportive people, but nobody's going to believe in your dream like you do. So, again, I think that's what sets aside the, like, okay, no, these are the dreams that I, I believe in. You know, these are the things that I, I want, that I strive for, you know, uh, and, and, and being able to just differentiate like, nah, this can stay in fantasy Island, but this is, this is a dream I'd like to make come true. Um, right. I know going back to something we were talking about earlier too, like, you know, something I know that, uh, I thought a lot about and started kind of facing in regards to our, our YouTube channel here and everything, you know, I look at what makes other YouTubers successful. I've listened to some people that we've even worked with that do things specifically to be more, uh, what's the word, marketable, I suppose, is a good way to put it, where it's like they are appealing to the masses. And once you garner like fans and stuff, and they're, uh, you know, you and I, we're big nerds, so it's like we're very uh, knowledgeable about fan culture and just how toxic that can become. Yeah. And yeah. so, you know, I started thinking, you know, say our show takes off at some point and then we start getting fans. And, you know, the thought to me of having all these people that I'm like bending over backwards for to keep happy sounds fucking miserable to me. Like that sounds like something I want nothing to do with. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that at the end of the day, I, I, I want to make things that I, I enjoy. I want to tell stories that I want to tell. Um that that we have a good time like we have a good time making it we watch it we enjoy it this is something we wanted to see and if other people dig it too that's awesome you know that's fantastic um but i have no interest in in playing this game of pandering to the masses of being like oh we we made this with extra care and made sure you know not to offend anybody, make sure to do this, make sure to do that. And it's like, no, fuck. I mean, it's not <laughs> like, to me, it's not like, I don't know. I never even think in those terms, I guess, because I never go into any project with intent on like attacking mm-hmm. someone or hurting someone or offending someone or, you know right. what I'm saying? Like, especially mm-hmm. like the summer camp stuff was always in just good fun um the music like hell i just put out a a song about fucking killing children it's like it's like it's halloween man it's a whole vibe like you know what i mean like it's not yeah i i had to have a talk with myself about this like as a writer like i had to remove myself from from other people's thoughts 
of, of the, I had to remove the audience from my head in a, in a sense, because like, it's one of those things where I have to be my own audience if I'm being a writer. Otherwise I'm going to block my creativity by thinking to myself, Oh, I don't want to do this. I don't want to fit this. I don't want to, because immediately the story starts getting diluted. You know, now I'm taking all this shit out where it's like, Oh, I'm not putting horrible things in here because I don't want to offend anybody. But these characters are horrible people. They do horrible things. It's like, uh, uh, when I heard somebody reviewing the Suicide Squad and they're just like, they just killed all these innocent people and they did this and they did that. They're fucking bad guys. <laughs> they're not good guys. They're saving the world in this movie, but they are bad guys. That's the whole fucking plot of this movie is that they're all bad guys, you know, but <laughs> that's the characters that they are. There's no in, in, malintent there. That's just who they are. That's the world right. that this is, you know, and, and the, you know, when you're making entertainment, it's art, you know. Yes, there are people who are very intentional about things, but a big lesson, big takeaway that we got from uh, doing summer camp and just like even other things out in the world recently is people will take whatever the fuck they want from art. No matter what your intention is, no matter how hard you try to avoid certain things, people will read into it however they want. So at the end of the day, fuck it. Just do your thing. Tell your I story. I mean, we've always said song. it's like a, a, per, a perception type of thing. Mm-hmm. And I think For it sure. is. It's just how people perceive it. And like, if they want to perceive something a certain way, which sparks a conversation with them. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't think that's bad. I wouldn't no. say that's a, a terrible thing, but I do think there is a, you know, a very toxic, toxic culture, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. like anti-toxic culture, a very toxic, anti-toxic culture out there that, yeah. that does, um, you know, dig into, you know, too much, mm -hmm. you know, like how much is too much. And like, yeah. you know, people apologizing about what they did in like 2012, like, mm -hmm. eh. you know, if they was in high school, then like said some dumb shit and then they got famous now. And then it's like, now you need to be held responsible for that. And it's just like, <laughs> like I, you know, I could see if they're no, using that either. platform where they're at now to spread that hate, mm -hmm. but they didn't have it back then. Oh well, you know what? What? Who? Who fucking cares, dude? It's it's ancient history. I've just always yeah. been a the past is the past type of person too. So like, okay. I just don't. And people change. You know, I mean, you know, I mean, there, there's certain there's and there's certain areas that it's like okay, you know what I'm saying? Like, all right, thank you for bringing right. that up finally. <laughs> yeah. So like, yeah, don't yeah, think yeah. that this is like a blanket statement over anything that happened in the past should stay in the past. I don't yeah. mean it like that, but there's there's a few things that just like. Man, you know, like, fucking. Well, like, you know, for example, you know, like a, a situation of just good fun, but like a video that I'm just like, you know, one one of these days somebody's gonna be like, "What the fuck is this?" Is uh, um, <laughs> the I think one of the first times we had uh John on the Phil and Chase podcast, and we would always do Phil's top fives at the end. And when we had John and Kenny on there, we did the, the the top five women hot enough to kidnap, which like, you know, it was clearly just a joke, you know, it was clearly just, you know, for fun, but it's just one of those things. People will take whatever they want from it, you know, it is what it, it is. is. And, and on a it different note, like not just like in a, in a woke way, um, people will interpret things however they want. Like uh, for instance, um, you know, our, our buddy Dave checked out my short film, a distinct lack of holiday cheer. And he gave me his interpretation of the ending of that short. I thought it was very interesting, you know, his, his take on it. I know what the facts are. Like, I know that, you know, I know that at the end of that movie, spoilers, you know, 
I sh I shoot myself. My character kills himself at the at the dinner table. Um, in reality, like that actually happens, and it's just supposed to be this absurdist dark moment. Um, but Dave was giving me his uh, interpretation of it, and he was like, "Yeah, I kind of took that as like it was it was maybe a dream because of the way this was done and this was done." And I'm like, "Oh, that was just done out of practicality." Uh, but I see where you're coming from, and that's interesting. But you know, uh, just the same as the people who left Halloween Kills and were talking about how Michael Myers is like Jesus Christ, and these are his. I'm like, whoa, <laughs> whoa, we're watching very different Halloweens, I think. But okay, you know, then. people have their interpretations. No, nah, sure. they will. I mean, everybody's gonna have that. And like I said, there's definitely, you know, I don't know. There's things that you can look at that's like, yeah, that was tasteless, but it is what it is, and stuff. Right. That's like, all right, yeah. you obviously were had some bad mm -hmm. vibes in your system when you were trying to do this like that's not cool right, so yeah. and, and that's how like i don't know man we definitely so pu like pushed buttons with some of the jokes in summer camp and there's some of them like the one in episode one where i'm like we're gonna have a gay old time i i, I mean a good old time a good old time like in the script that joke is a lot funnier to me as opposed to how it ended up in the show since we actually didn't have kids uh, I just thought, you know, had we been able to play that scene out the way we wanted to, hey, speak and he shall appear. His ears were burning. I just, I don't know, man. Like, I didn't, I never looked at that joke in the script as like a, a sexual innuendo. I always just, oh, no, 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 no. I always saw as, it as, as a just play like a funny, on, like, <laughs> well, like when you were, when I was a kid and, you know, people would always use the term gay is happy still. Mm -hmm. Right, right, right. But then, like, as kids, you already knew about, you know, oh, the term gay also means, you know, homosexual and stuff like that, right. too. So you'd be like, oh, and someone's like, oh, you know, they had a gay old time in a book or a song, you know, everybody'd laugh. And, like, well, in the, in the script, of, when, I say, when I say the, the line, uh, it's supposed to cut to two gay campers <laughs> sitting in the front row that I, like, accidentally lock eyes with, like, right as I say it. So it comes across like that's why I said it. And I'm like, that's not what I meant. That's whoops. And it was just supposed to be like a bit of awkward humor, but we don't, we didn't have any kids. <laughs> so in, in the actual finished project, you just see me say that line and then like look off to the side and be like, I, I mean, you know, and, and so it's like the context of the joke is taken away and just, it, it feels like so much more awkward for the wrong reasons at that point. <laughs> <laughs> it happens, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like those are the, you know, we said it's a uncut version of, you know, a finished product. It's a demo version of a product. So there's there's right. there's things that you're gonna go back and watch and be like, all right, that didn't that didn't land. So you can better yourself, and for the future, you can yeah try to try to try to stick them. You know, you're gonna stick it all. Yeah, you can't stick the landing on everything. Like the no, we have a we have a, again. It's the first episode. We're just like welcome to summer camp. We're gonna lay lay it on thick. Um, the scene with you and John at the beginning of episode one, where uh, you're like, "Dude, they're 15." You know, I've I've heard two different types of reactions to that. You know, as expected from a joke like that. But at the end of the day, like we were just talking about earlier, if I was like, oh, we shouldn't do this because people are going to be offended. It's like, no, that doesn't service the character at all. Like John's character in that show is meant to be set up as a scumbag, you know, who be becomes likable as the show goes on. You know, that was the original arc of John was like, you know, we're not quite seeing what 
uh, this other character is seeing in John. We just see John being, you know, this misogynistic scumbag all the time. Uh, but you know, in the end we find out, you know, no, he's, he's a loving guy. He just talks a lot of shit and all this other stuff. And, uh, so that was one of those things where it's like, I don't care, be offended. Cause that's not what this is. You know, it's a, it's a character. It's not our thoughts, you know, like, but yeah, I think, lot, I, don't know. I think that might be where it comes from. A lot of people think, you know, you're writing a character that must be your thoughts then. And it's like, no, 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 no. Just trying to interpret how society is within characters, and sometimes you you do that very well. Sometimes you swing and you miss. You know what I mean? And yeah. you you can argue, well, it's because it's from a male's perspective. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, we were a couple males that made the show, so in the future, you know, we'll check out a different perspective if it's out there. Like, give it to me. I'll, I'll check it out. I, I don't hate. Um, just is what it is, man. Yeah, we're just here making our dreams are reality. Cause that's all summer camp was. Yeah. That's is, definitely is, is, is looking at the, the dream aspect of, mm-hmm. of wanting to do something that we didn't see anybody else around doing mm-hmm. and, and wanting to do something different. We could have done a movie. We did a short, you know what I'm saying? We could have just been like, fuck it. We'll make this movie. Hell, it might've played out a little better. Had we went into it with just the intent of doing a movie, mm-hmm. um, you know, with the time that we had with the amount of people that we had, I feel like that was plenty of time for us to get a movie shot. Oh, yeah. I feel like what people have seen has been a movie's length of, of shit right now. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. but at the like, end of the day, you know, you know that's we, not the dream we had. We had we yeah. had a specific fantasy, a specific dream mm-hmm. of being like, no, we want it to be a series, like, you know, a horror series. There wasn't a lot of that going on. Now, I know Chucky's out now, you mm-hmm. know. And, and he's slaying, he's killing it himself, yeah. so that's good. But like, uh, there ain't a lot of them, you know. So it was, it mm. was, it was the dream, and what you're seeing is what you're getting. Yeah, there's some people like John, you know, life, life pops up. He, he, in the middle of it, and had to move. You know, that was a choice mm. he wanted to make with his family, which is baller. We're not gonna yeah. hate. And it's like, well, you know, there's a lot more we wanted to do with your character, but. You know, yeah. maybe maybe we'll touch base on that if we can get you to come on back and visit next time we do this. You got to roll with the punches. That's the the fantasy was Summer Camp of Horrors. You know, uh, the, the original fantasy, Chase and Shep's Summer Camp of Horrors, releasing starting July 4th, uh, about a few weeks after we were uh, initially supposed to start shooting. Um Big time fantasy. This was a big old fantasy. We didn't realize it at the time. We were just dreaming big. But as we got up to the precipice, the precipice, as we got up to the precipice of this fantasy, we were faced with a shit ton of reality. You know, the reality of the situation is y'all ain't getting this out on Fourth of July. <laughs> that that ain't happening unless you are willing to completely change course and do like a short film or whatever. Uh, but for what we sought out to do, that wasn't going to happen. So we had to roll with that. People, you know, like you said, life came up. We would lose people. We'd have to roll with that. Um, you know, and these are just realities and obstacles that, you know, we knew a decent amount of the obstacles and realities we were going into. Uh, but, you know, there's always still more that'll pop up along the way. And you just got to you gotta be willing to face those things. Um, with just our whole year of doing Chase and Shep stuff, I mean, it, it goes hand in hand with the whole, my, my favorite thing to bring up all the time, the concept of not trying, 
just you know the the, the Dallas just the way just chilling vibing being like water going with the flow taking things as they come trusting they're going to work out the way they're supposed to and you know this whole past year you know again you tell people i'm not trying and they hear oh you're not trying you're not doing anything but we put in a lot of work this year but at the Mm -hmm. same time we weren't necessarily trying to do things we just did them you know (laughs) we were like yes these are the things we'd like to do um and that kind of pulling back like the, the trying so hard opened us up to be able to accomplish so much, you know? And, and now it's, we've, we've sharpened our skills, you know? And I think going into the next batch of stuff, it's like, again, now we know how to tackle things with a, you know, a different approach. We know how to avoid some of those stretches stresses. And it's like, there's still going to always be work to be done, but you don't have to try so hard. I know because like what in two days (laughs) it's been like an official well we can say I mean I know we started a few days into December but we can at least say it's the unofficial official year mark yeah which I uh, didn't realize when you left earlier that like because we're sitting here talking about doing the 25 slays of Christmas and then I was like Oh, that's two days from now. <laughs> it's like that's two days from now. Oh my god, that's this fucking week. So like that's my bad. St- I got a little too comfy. I ain't gonna lie. Start off with cool. the classics. It sounds like. <laughs> now I'm I'm curious. I, I'm curious what our first uh, when our first show dropped. I'm checking to see what I the think official... it was like December third or fourth. I'd like to say fifth. I maybe? felt like it was a little farther in. Uh, let's see here. December 7th. December 7th. December 7th. So when we hit you with Slay 7, that's when we'll, we'll, we'll pop bottles. It's a week from tomorrow. Um, a a week from tomorrow. (laughs) That's crazy. That's crazy. We're almost, we're almost one year old. That's insane. We're almost Uh, one year old. I can't we're out of our it. we're out of our baby phase. And I mean I, I like I said I think it I think it I think it uh I think it it holds up. I think if you watch this stream and you get done and you go back and watch that first one, I think you'd be like, Yeah, I can yeah. see how those guys have they've have come they've come a ways. Just a little <laughs> bit more comfortable in front of the camera and talking, especially mm-hmm. with one another, but like I think the camera was the, the main thing. Um, yeah, the first one I just remember. I I just basically was like, you know, the whole time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's good times. I don't know. It's, it's, it was a, it was a good sleigh, but no, it's um, it's great. Like that's that's fun. We'll have to do something for next week. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, obviously we've talked a lot about you know uh, facing your fantasies as far as like dream jobs go but like obviously this applies to a lot of things you know like uh you know again without getting into shit you know it's like if you if if you love somebody you know so much and you're just like this is the person for me and and i would do anything for this person and that person i want and then you're faced with the reality of that fantasy of being like okay well i'm the universe and i'm saying here's your chance you may be able to do this uh, but you have to now face your fantasy and ask yourself, am I willing to put in the work that it's going to take to be with somebody 
you know, that I want to be with, you know, uh, that goes for any sort of relationship or however elongated that fantasy is, whether it's fucking 10 years or 10 days, you know, after you met somebody, if you're constantly thinking about this person and you've cre- crafted this fantasy in your mind, you know, you have to start facing the realities of that fantasy, you know, and wading through the shit and realizing maybe not everything down this path, like you got to see all the obstacles that are going to be there, but also maybe not everything down this path is going to go the way it goes in your fantasy. You know, it is your fantasy version of a situation. The reality of the situation could be drastically different. Um, and you know, that goes for, Ooh, goes for all sorts of stuff, you know, yeah, if you got I a goal, try. if you got a relate, uh, you know, a relationship goal, if you got a, a, a career goal, just life goals in general. If you're like, man, I'd, I'd love to have a dog, <laughs> you know, even if it's just something simple like that, like there's always going to be challenges to the fantasy that you're facing. Oh yeah. That's I try not to romanticize and fantasize people mm-hmm. uh, just because ain't nobody is going to be as good as you ever dream them up to be. Right. I don't feel yeah. like, and that goes for everything, you know, like everybody's hype about Spider-Man, but I'm sure there's going to be plenty of people that's like, oh, I just yeah. didn't. Just didn't and do I'm, it for me, man, because I just had this expectation going right, into it yeah. that it's going to be oh, this. There's going to be a lot of that. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, sure. you know, it's just one of those things that's just like, you know, sometimes you just got to mm-hmm. keep reminding yourself that, you, oh, yeah. you, you know, even if you get, you know, six out of ten, you still got your fantasy, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm there's no two ways about it. I'm a romantic guy for sure. Like, you know, just in and in, in, in not just in a like a, a relationship sense or something like that. Like just in general, I do romanticize things, but just because I'm romantic doesn't mean I'm delusional. <laughs> there are those people who are romantic and delusional, but I, I fall more towards romantic and realistic. You know, it's just like, you can just like, you can, you know, you can be a realist and be optimistic. You know, you don't have to be <laughs> a, a dick <laughs> to be realistic. Like I can have hope and still be realistic. You know, True. that's where people, seem to like feel like that that can't be true it's like they're like either uh you just believe in the fantasy and you're denying the reality of the situation uh or vice versa and it's just like you know it's like no you don't have to you don't have to look at it it, it, from this standpoint of like well this might be the reality of the situation so i guess it's all fucked so i guess never mind you know it doesn't have to be like that you know you can you know i always say hope for the best expect the worst you're always going to get the best results out of that you know it, it, it go we go into movies all the time with high expectations and we'll leave more more than likely we will leave disappointed with those high expectations you know we there, that's not to say we don't get those ones that do hit the mark you know uh but more than likely if you've set that bar that high you're probably going to be pretty disappointed as opposed to if you expect that movie to you know, if you're expecting the worst, but you're hoping for the best, hell yeah. You know, we, we kind of talked about it earlier about like, you know, if you go into a situation not expecting the outcome that you'd like to happen to happen, yeah. I'm then if it happens, you're going to be pretty fucking thrilled. <laughs> yeah. You're going to be like, God damn. And and I, I told somebody that once and they're like, well, that's a negative way to look at life. It's not. That's that's that person who responded to me is the kind of person who separates it and is like, no, it's black and white. No, it's not negative. It's just a better way of thinking. It's almost a a more positive way of looking at life where it's like, if I just expect this to be shitty, (laughs) I'm always being rewarded in life, you know, and if it turns out to be shitty, I'm not being disappointed, you know, Well, it's not like you're, you know. 
not like if somebody's like, hey, Chase, you should come, you know, look at these Christmas lights this weekend with me. You're not like, well, that sounds lame, but all right. Right. Yeah. And then go right, there and right. you're like, well, I guess maybe not as lame as I thought, but it could have been better. Mm-hmm. You know, it's yeah. not like you have that sort of mindset in life. It's just one of those things uh, we, that you're like. Go back to Spider-Man as a great example. Fucking, you know, well, um, not, to me, it's like. Well, to me, it's like if I'm going to a light set, if I go to like view lights, I'm not expecting like a motherfucking light volcano or some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like yeah. I'm expecting some are, you know, just basic oh, regular lights. Oh. Now, if I go there and there's like an animatronic light at the end, it blows my fucking mind, dude. Yeah. That's the way I'm looking at it when I say don't don't have those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I, I look at like a uh, oh, worse expectation. And it, like I said, it's not. Like when I go on a date for the first time, I don't go, oh, this is going to be miserable. This is going to fail. We're going to hate each right. other, blah, blah, blah. Right. No, I just look at it like. Just being I, realistic. You know? I just I just go into it like I'm going to go hang out with this person like an hour maybe to vibe a little bit. And it's just going to be is what it is. It's, it ain't no big thing. Mm-hmm. Whatever. That's just That's just what it is. And then like, you know, so then when you go down there and then you're like, damn, I, I kind of like this person. And they're clicking with you. You're like, damn, oh, shit. Didn't expect this. Mm-hmm. That's right. What's up? Yeah. No, absolutely. You know, if you go in thinking you're uh, about to meet the love of your life and, and you're going to be Gucci after this and, and, you know, get married and all that shit and you go in and you don't vibe like, yeah, you're going to leave that date. Hella disappointed. Well, it's like <laughs> not even that or not vibing or they don't vibe with you. Like that'd be another one of this. Mm-hmm. You going in there just overconfident. Right. No. Don't, tr- don't try. But- I, th- I honestly, I think Spider-Man is a fantastic example and we're about to close out the year of the spider. So it's appropriate. Um, you know, the expectations are high for that, but you know, even taking just a small piece of expectations, which is Toby and Andrew being in the movie, that's a very small piece of all of the expectations that people have for this movie. But <laughs> I'm going into this movie with the thought of they might not be in this thing. You know, that's, that's all there is to it. So if we go see this and Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield are not in this movie, I am not going to be that disappointed because I went into this thinking that that was a possibility. If they show up, my mind's going to be fucking blown. I'm going to be like, wow, that this is the greatest fucking Spider-Man movie ever. But you know, like with, um, you know, Eternals was a miss for me. That was the first Marvel movie that was just like, it just did not hit for me at all. And, um, so there's that in my mind <laughs> going into Spider-Man is like, I think Spider-Man will be really good, but I'm also going into it being like, yeah, I thought Eternals was going to be really good too. And, and look how that fucking turned out. And so <laughs> going into it with that attitude, it's like, damn, yeah, this is a pretty good, uh, pretty good movie. You know, there've been some really mediocre movies I've gone into with a super low bar and then been like, yo, that was lit. True. Resident Evil is a great example of one that's out right now <laughs> that my bar was pretty fucking low and i left being like yeah it's pretty good it's flawed as hell i get why people don't like it but my expectations were not that high so they didn't have a a high bar to fucking clear but that's also not to say to lower your standards you know you can lower your expectations without lowering your standards you know your your expectations of your quality of life people think they got to settle to lower the bar on things that's that's not the case no definitely not no no that ain't no way to live that ain't no way to live no 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 um no 
to tack something on to fill this last bit of time, since we didn't do Mental Health Monday last week. Honestly, if we did it last week, I think I would have wanted to talk on aging uh, a little bit. And and just, like, I don't know, for me, 27's been beating my ass so far. <laughs> 27's like, welcome to the end game of your 20s. I'm like, okay, bet. Um, you know, like my knee started giving out yesterday. Like, you know, I drive at night and I'm like, I can't see, you know, fucking just shit like that. But, you know, I've also been faced with a lot of mortality. I feel like everywhere I go, you know, a lot of people dying very suddenly, uh, uh, from, you know, people who are close to me, uh, losing loved ones just out of the blue. And that's really opened my eyes to things. And, uh, I just, you know, I've really had this attitude of just really trying to appreciate the moments. Yeah. You know, with everybody, oh, yeah. you know, uh, and, and not that I haven't always lived my life that, that way, but lately I've definitely just been like, you know, this is important. We, we you know, you got to appreciate Jeez. who you're with when you're with them, you know, I'm having like a yawn attack over here, man. I don't yeah. know what happened, but I sorry to fucking bore you with you're my... not boring me over here. It's just like, I hit like, I don't know, like seven twenty five, yeah. seven thirty hit. And I was like, damn, I'm sleepy. But it's like, oh, I haven't done anything. I'm on vacation this whole week. So it's like, why am I so tired? I guess I stayed up till midnight, putting all those fucking pops on that shelf back there. Oh, shit. It's looking good. Nice. They're all in different spots. You can't really see them uh, from this distance, but I counted them all last night, and I have a hundred and like five in my room. No shit. Wow. Yeah, you do have a lot. I thought you in, had a lot. Now I know in my in my room alone, I was like, God damn, that's a lot. But I've got them now, like all in certain spots. I was I had to be like weird about it, I guess, because like my Marvel ones, I got them all up on the top shelf. But I was like, well, there's a lot of these. So I can't really put all of them up here. So I, I had to limit them to like, these ones are the ones that are still around in the MCU right now. It's like on my shelf over here, I got like Captain America and Iron Man and Black Widow because they're not around no more. It's like, hey, get out of here. R.I.P. Way to, way to tie it back into the mortality conversation. <laughs> yeah, see? So like they're like over here and then like there's some random ones over here. And then, like, I got a couple random ones up top that, like, I don't know. They're all, like, in a little, like, you can't, like I said, you can't really tell, but it's, like, the whole top shelf is, is like, all, pretty much all Marvel. Besides, like, two on the inner, like, Christmas, Batman, and Christmas Superman, because it's Christmas. Uh, but the rest are, like, Marvel MCU and then X-Men at the end. And then, let's see, on this side, I don't know. This is my right right side. I don't know. And it looks like left on there. It's weird because it's like the middle, the shelf going down is the Justice League, obviously. Mm-hmm. Got Superman and all of them. The one below that is just literally all Batman. All Batman. I got a whole shelf full of Batman. And then the bottom whole thing is like all these random DC ones of like, you know, Flash characters and Green Arrow characters from the CW. I feel like after our what like almost two month hiatus from our Wednesday shows, I feel like we're due for uh, a talk on some nerdy shit. I feel like we've got a lot of uh, things to cover from the past couple months. Oh yeah. We could probably Uh, hit that up. Yeah. Hawkeye's back. So, you know, we'll, we'll we'll hit everybody with something, but yeah, then I got the Ninja Turtle shelf. There's old shelf Ninja Turtles up there. And then I, I had a laugh because then it's like, so those are like the only ones that I really ever collected. 
and besides like then i was looking at so i have a whole shelf of like paired ones yeah uh so apparently like if i don't buy like most of the time if i don't buy a horror or marvel or dc or ninja turtles it's just like in pairs because i got like let's see Sp- spongebob and patrick right and then i got shags and scooby and then i got willy wonka and oompa loompa nice. i've got bob ross and a little raccoon and um <laughs> the mad hatter and the cheshire cat and then over here i got um sean and uh his buddy from sean of the dead i forget what oh nice yeah ed yeah ed there you go so it's like i was laughing because i was like man you know besides like a handful of these like i got you know like obviously i got like quail man sitting right here so it's like besides like quail man i got jay cutler and shit like that it's like most of them are like either like these set ones or they're doubles right we'll have to hit you know I, i feel like i know we've been talking on the summer camp pops and I feel like those are perfect for pairs. Get uh, get a Chase and Shep pair. Get a, a Snorhees and Damien pair. Uh, so many, uh, man. Because then you do Annie uh, and John. Annie and, and Alice John. and Sean. Alice and Sean, and then the two, uh, or the I guess the one evil person, Jack. Right. So right. I guess he would. He would. I, I'd give. I'd give. I'd give us all like the way I looked at it earlier today was like I'd give us all variants i'd wanna i'd want like everybody regular and then everybody covered in blood like the twins would be in a, a two-pack oh the twins yeah, yeah the that's twins. who i was thinking yep. of the twins would be the two-pack of, of a, a really cool one of doing like regular them and then zombie and then the zombie ones yeah yeah funko give us a call give i mean they're call. good i mean i i think packs. there should be a way that you could go through their company and and customize your own set yeah I'm sure there are. I'm sure it'd be fucking expensive as shit, but I know we talked about other ones too, like uh, for Easter Sunday, getting an Easter Bunny and uh, Jesus Shep. Although I, when I was thinking of the Easter Bunny in my head, I like I would want it to be like you know a pop version of me in the Easter Bunny costume, so like with the neck open and everything, like so it's clearly somebody in an Easter Bunny costume. Yeah, yeah, yeah oh yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I don't Hope know how to. Rest. I know there's people that make make these customized. Um, I just have no fucking clue how you would go about doing that. So we'll figure it out. I'm sure. I'm sure. I know there's people that do like clay, like they they put some sort of like clay stuff on them. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I think I guess the only other, the only other thing that I could think that you could do to like make them like something would be to use the the do-it-yourself model and like Mm. be able to upload that onto a 3d printer into where you could like accessorize it like with the hair and the face Mm. and anything like that and then 3d print all of that onto the onto the already pop and then just paint it yourself which sounds now that i'm saying it like that sounds a very uh doable way to go to go about doing that yeah (laughs) to actually tell you the truth well and those things I do, I do feel like they do run fairly cheap, but you know, one, one has, of these days. This has nothing to do with mental health anymore. We just yeah, killed that time. You know, that Chase and Shep vibe fucking, uh, but yeah, mental health Monday. This is a good one. I was, I was looking forward to this conversation today, facing your nice. fantasies. Uh, I hope everybody enjoyed. Thanks to the people who popped in um you know hopefully we'll be back up and running fully uh with things here soon 
Um, we got fucking 25 sleighs. Two starts in two days. Mark your calendars. That's we got to think of a, a, a good name for it because, you know. I just Slays, keep calling it 25 Slays 2. <laughs> 25 Slays 2 Electric Boogaloo is not going to not going to do it. So, we're going to have to think of something else. I was going to I was gonna, I was going to say Electric Boogaloo but just change it out electric for like like some sort of Christmas time thing. <laughs> I don't know. I got nothing we'll, clearly. We'll figure it we'll out. We'll figure it out. We got 2 days. We got 2 days. Don't worry about it. But Mental Health Monday, face those fantasies. Uh, appreciate your time. Appreciate your people. Um, you know, live your life. Get that mind right. Hopefully, the we'll fantasies are or more like ludicrous fantasies. Fantasy. Peace. <laughs> On that note. <laughs> peace. Peace. <laughs>